drink it in, man. Touchdown, Detroit Lions! Cornbread! 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 Drink it in, man. Drink it in, man. Cornbread! Touchdown, Detroit Lions! Cornbread! Drink it in, man. Detroit Kool-Aid, Detroit Kool-Aid drinkers, fill up your glass real quick. Drink it in, uh, Double-sided cornbread. Cornbread! Cornbread! We almost need to make it a triple, because the Lions are 9-3. and three. The Detroit Lions are 9-3. and three. Big road win against New Orleans Saints. So much to talk about. A game in Chicago to get ready for. We got shout-outs, we got gimmicks. You know how we do here on the Kool-Aid cast. You know who's on the other end of the line ready to talk some Lions and do what he does? At Chops in the D. Chops. Choppy Chop. You're back. You ready? Let's do this. Yeah, okay. Love the intro, man. That was the uh, extra long D, shall we say? Um, (laughs) Sorry, folks. Um, No, hey. Happy to be back on the show. Happy to be celebrating a victory week. Going down to Nons and taking care of business. Can't wait to get into it. Let's go. Yeah, we really don't have time to mess around, man. There's a lot going on, but uh, we're here to talk ball, talk Lions. And uh, this game is crazy because I had a close ball game. Dan Campbell wanted this win. AG wanted this win. Chops, it was 21-zip before we could blink in the first quarter. This was like seven minutes into the football game. It was 21-0 for the Honolulu Blue and Silver. I mean, we got a touchdown from, what's his name again? It's it's Demo, right? Demo? Nah, 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 nah. You can call him Demo, but, it, but we, the people, at least my people, refer to him as D-Money. I thought you might say that. Um, then then we get a touchdown from who our loyal listeners have dubbed 1-800-CALL-SAM. I've also said, I am Sam. You can also do, uh, you know, the whole nursery rhyme. You can also say that we're all Laporta supporters. Another touchdown for him. Great route, great throw. I'll get into more about your quarterback in a bit. And then before you knew it, right after that, there was a touchdown to Amon Ra. How'd I do there? 
That, not bad, not bad. I think Stash in the ATL does it a little better. You think we can hit that one up? I think I can get to him, but everybody also wants to hear a at chops in the D version since you kind of started this whole thing. Oh, man. All right. I'll say it, and then we got to go to the stash in the ATL. It's a, I'm on raw. <laughs> yep, there's that version. Mine majestic, yours a little more breathy, and then there's uh, this from stash. I'm on raw. So much better than either of ours, but what, what do you yeah, think, yeah. Choppy? 21-0. I mean, this game's in the bag, right? Uh, Oak Creek, listen, uh, 21 points in like seven minutes. Uh, yeah, man, the game was in the bag. Like I, uh, I was like, okay, you know, 21, let's not take our foot off the gas. Let's just keep pounding here. Uh, the saints are reeling and, uh, we're living life large. And I'm thinking we are gonna, this is going to be like a a two tutty, uh, W. So, uh, saints had a few other plans though. See, I didn't really think so. Chops, you ever heard me on this show say it's the National Football League? Everybody's good. Every game is close. I pretty much knew this was going to still be a close football game. I didn't know how close. I didn't know how it was going to get close. But before you knew it, there's this person, this thing called Jimmy Graham. Nobody even really knew he's still in the league or what he's up to. He hadn't done anything all year. He catches the touchdown on the Lions. Then we actually get a field goal, which is surprising. So 24-7, smooth coasting at halftime. But the Saints would get rolling in the third quarter. Alvin Kamara, cheap little touchdown. All this Taysom Hill garbage all game. Run left, run right, run up the middle, run to the left. Oh, I'll throw it and incomplete it. You know how he does uh, all that gimmickry. He should be on the Kool-Aid cast with so many gimmicks Taysom Hill has. We get another field goal from Riley Patterson kind of to towards the end and the third quarter there. And then before you know it, it was time for, I mean, how, how far, how fast is your car go? Chow's pretty fast. Uh, I mean, it's, it is pretty fast. Okri, but uh, how fast is that pet cheetah you got over here at the zoo? I, I don't think your car or anything else you own is hashtag JMO fast because this is one of the greatest highlights you'll ever see. The okie doke triple whoopsie do reverse to JMO where he just turns on the afterburners then goes super JMO soaring from the five to the inside the five at the end zone for a big time touchdown. Absolutely incredible. 33-21. Sure, they're going to get another cheap one yard score from Alvin Kamara, but the Lions hold on. Let's talk about the end of the ball game, Chops. First of all, before we get there, let's talk about your quarterback. I was quoted on Twitter. You guys can find me at Derek Oakery saying, Jared Goff is throwing, he's slinging it. He's throwing the football. I saw spirals. I saw anticipation. I saw spirals. I saw him putting it on Sam Laporte and other people. I saw accuracy. Did I tell you that I saw spirals and, and velocity from your quarterback? I love how he threw the football in this game. There you go. Uh, Okri, you know, this is, again, this is a gimmick attempt I don't. for you to, to try to join, to get your ticket punched for the hashtag golf train. Yeah, every once in a you know, oh, I saw a spiral. It's like a backhanded compliment. Um, but listen, I, I, I always take it as a compliment because, you know, He's my boy. Hashtag JG16. So, yes, I saw your Twitter love. I I, I knock it out of the park, that Bula Bula. Uh, it's like a backhanded compliment. Like, hey, you look really nice uh, for a train wreck. Um, you know, but whatever. Hey, that's fine. 16 for 25, 213 yards. 
uh, two tugs, you know, a decent QBR rating, a nice, a nice other rating. Like, look, you know, he just got it done when we needed to get it done. He, he delivered. So started out fast. The team kind of sputtered, but in the fourth quarter when it mattered, my boy, Jared Goff delivered. Golf train was rolling. And since you're talking about your boy, what about my boy, Brian Branch? One of the greatest interceptions you'll ever see, to be honest. Now, it's not on me that Johnson, the tight end for the Saints, is wearing those Nike Criscos or maybe those frying pan gloves that Nike makes because nothing was sticking to his hands, right off his hands, his face, whatever it hit. Right to my boy, Brian Branch. Got this thing with one hand early in the football game. What a hell of a play by 32, man. I love that. That was tremendous. Yeah, nice snatch there. And uh, just good ball awareness, right? Like, you tracked it, snagged it with one hand. And, yeah, like I said, man, we'll take it. Not too shabby for the rookie, my boy, Brian Branch. (laughs) My boy. Uh, Let's talk about the end of this ball game. Like, what... What stones, what what aggressiveness Dan freaking Campbell and Ben Johnson have to just go for the jugular. Your boy, Jared Goff, gets some pressure, steps up, throws this ball to, ball to Jay Ray, a.k.a. the Serpent of Death, who makes a catch down around his ankles, his kneecaps, whatever it was, to move the chains to end this football game. Yeah, a lot of people were, oh no, here we go. We're going to lose it in classic fashion. This is going to happen. The sky is falling. Nope. Dan Campbell and Ben Genius are going to go for it. We're going to get it, and we're going to kneel on the football to end this game. Big-time road win, in my opinion, on so many levels. But uh, Laporta, Gibbs, Goff, you know, the offense and the defense, they may not have got to the quarterback a ton. Got a couple sacks from Bruce Irvin, got one. Even a... Wherefore art thou Romeo shows up for a sack and, a, and some pressures like, um, you know, they did just enough to get this win. And I think it was a big I had this almost like as a must win choppy, like got to have it. And we got it. Yeah, this game was personal for Dan Campbell. Um, you know, I think the team also, well, no one will say it, but they wanted to beat, you know, Jamal Williams. Um, and, you know, again, this was this was personal for Dan Campbell. I mean, he spent a lot of time with this regime at this city and uh, to go down there to new Orleans and take care of business. Anytime he can win on the road is a big, a big win on the road. Um, Put this at nine and three and just totally in command of the division now. So yeah, this is a huge win. And, you know, again, not in the division, but we took care of that conference down South. I don't know really what that says, but what I want to say is that, this team continues to make clutch plays late in the ball game. We're not clunking it up. We're not giving the game away. Of course, everyone would love to have a great defense, explosive offense, play good for four quarters, protect the football, get turnovers. Not all that's going to go your way. But Chops, what do you got to say about these people out there that look at the record nine and three, next closest Minnesota six and six, 
And all they want to do is pick apart everything, complain, saying, well, I'm just being analytical. I just want to be constructive. Like, what you want to do is be a hater right now because this team is 9-3. and three. This is the best Detroit Lions team since, like, the 60s. I've never seen a team like this in my lifetime, not even close. And I don't see them slowing down at all with their schedule and uh, with what this team's made of. So, yes, we have injuries. We will have more injuries, but... I just need the negativity to go away, and a win is a win. I don't care how you get it, and I love the way the Lions got this one, by the way. I couldn't agree with you more, Okri. Like, the people that are, like, you know, looking at the schedule, oh, my gosh, we're going to only win three of our last five games. Like, I hate that. There's just the negative negativity, man. Like, we're 9-3, and three, okay? We have the third best point differential in the NFC. We are in the line with the big dogs, the Niners, the Cowboys, the Eagles. Like, we're all toe-to-toe with these guys, right? Like, we beat the champs. Stop being negative. Enjoy the ride. This is the best team, like you said, since the 60s. I can't hammer that point more. Anyway, like, how many times do you hear, you know, Old, you know, pops, old man, whatever, going, I've been following this team for 50 years and I've been waiting for, dude, now's your time. Enjoy it. And these people that have only been fans since the 90s, like, again, the best team we've seen. So stop being such a damn negative fan and enjoy the brand new Lions. You got to enjoy it. Do not call up radio stations and start your call with, I'm 68 years old and I just don't know if I can buy into this football team. They've done it to me for you. Like, nobody wants to hear how old you are. Nobody wants to hear about things that happened 42 years ago. It's about what's happening right now. And right now, this team is winning. They're winning in different ways. They're finding ways to win. They're finding ways not to lose. They're being aggressive. They're explosive and fun on offense. This is the classic example, Shops. Well, I, I did like the touchdown by JMO, but. Gosh, he really doesn't need to dive that way. I mean, he might have got hurt. He didn't. First of all, now I know everybody wants to put everybody in bubble wrap and, and hand the ball to the referee like you're Barry Sanders. This kid's electric. He's explosive. He was having fun. He didn't get hurt. He scored a touchdown. It looked tremendous on TV. Just enjoy that. Don't worry about the what-ifs or the could-ifs or the maybes. I mean, I heard Dan Campbell wasn't happy about it, of course, because he's a paranoid head coach of, a, of an NFL team. But we can all enjoy and stop worrying about what might have happened or what could have happened and be like, what a tremendous play. What a great win. Drink the Kool-Aid. Be excited. It's all about that Lions optimism. You know what it is. Drink it in. Cornbread. Cornbread. Nine and three, leading the division, probably going to win the division easily, going to have a home playoff game, all the stuff we wanted, and we'll see what happens after that. So, Chops, that's all I got for this Saints game, man. I thought it was tremendous. What a what a great win for Dan Campbell, AG, the whole coaching staff, the players. Yes, we got a Lee McNeil injury that's not great. Um you know, nobody wants to see Frank Ragnow go down. We don't know all the details when this pod's coming out, but you know, they've shown they can get over those type of homes. So I, I, I think they will continue to do so and uh, put an L on the Saints. It was it was great top to bottom. I'm not apologizing for it. I'm not worrying about what if. I'm just uh, excited about my football team, and it sounds like you are as well. Yeah, you know, to put a, to put a bow on this game, Okri, honestly, like, well, first of all, I want to, I got to ask you, do, have you seen the video of J-Mo with the Superman cape 
and he comes around and they run the play and it's the okie doke and they come around and then like as he's diving in the end zone he takes off into the atmosphere and flies around the world and into outer it's freaking hilarious if you haven't seen it i highly recommend that you search it it's in the twitterverse somewhere so props <laughs> From chops to whoever put that together because it's amazing. Um, and I can't let us end this segment of this game without just recognizing Sam Laporta, dude. Nine catches, 140 yards, a touchdown or a long pass, one touchdown in a, a pass of 48 yards, a reception of 48 yards. This guy is absolutely on, on nine targets, by the way, nine catches on nine targets. This dude is balling and i'm not just comparing him to regular to rookie tight ends anymore like that conversation is over this guy should be and is in the conversation with the elite tight ends in this entire league this guy is on fire i will say it again tj who and you gotta be a laporta supporter chaps did you really like it was a great point to talk more about sam laporta when 800 call sam but but are you now stealing my gimmicks and weaving them into other players? Is that what you're doing? Hey, listen, I didn't go through your whole spiel that you go through with Jameer Gibbs. I didn't go through the no, I just called him Hashtag drop you liking. I, I could do that too with sound bits over here, buddy. <laughs> but but Here's my thing with Sam Laporte real quickly. The guy just looks the part in the jersey. I literally said to myself while this game was going on, before he had the huge game, early in the football game, I said, we, we get to have this guy here for another four to eight seasons at least. Like, that's a tremendous feeling. I mean, the guy looks the part. He's not even like a dynamic, freaky pass catcher. He just does. I, I still don't think he's like great in the blocking game he's just good at everything and his numbers are just there all the time he's always open your boy puts the ball on him and when the ball gets on him he doesn't drop the football <laughs> he doesn't he doesn't get penalty flags like certain other tight ends used to he catches it he scores touchdowns he does what he needs to do and uh it's it's incredible to watch so i'm glad you kind of highlighted him because he's going to be here and in the lions uniform for a long time and you're not going to win with tight ends which we knew a long time ago and we tried a lot of times here recently early in the first round but to have this player early in the second round on that type of contract with his skill set the type of guy he is and the way he's producing absolutely incredible man love it love everything about sammy laporta yep Yep. On a day that Amon Ra only had two receptions for 49 yards. I know we got the tutty, but man, when they need it, Sam Laporta is there. And uh, he's he's got those sure hands, man. No butter sticks on this rookie tight end. None whatsoever. So, all right, Choppy. Well, we, uh, we do what we do, which we, is we definitely didn't bore the people with that review. But we did talk about all the main scoring plays. We threw out some stats, which you like to do. We, we did a few gimmicks. We did a few sound bites. I mean, uh, we entertain the folks with our review rather than uh, putting them to sleep. Maybe like other shows or uh, like people that like to tell you everything you just saw in a bland fashion. So I I think we need to take a break, get our great sponsors in here that keep the show rolling. Everybody can go check those out. That really helps us out. If you leave a review on iTunes, it really helps us out. If you hit up, up on Twitter and make us laugh or hit that subscribe, follow button, whatever it is, that's tremendous. We've got DKC Select still out there if you just want to say, man... I enjoy this pod. I want to help these two dudes out there making it happen. Uh, that really is awesome as well. And just so many other good things, Choppy. So I say we just get to those great sponsors. We'll come back, do some rapid fire shouts, 
Now we got to talk about how we're going to go into Chicago and do some things. Well said, my friend. The only thing I can add to that uh, before the break is a crystal clear sounded excellent. Everybody, we'll be right back. All right, everybody. This goes out to my fantasy football fans out there. Now, you probably heard about Reality Sports Online, the most powerful fantasy sports platform where owners can build and manage their fantasy team like a real NFL general manager. But the question is, have you tried it? I mean, we're talking free agency, multi-year contracts, rookie drafts, multi-team trades. You can put franchise tags on guys. Uh, It's as close as you're going to get to being an NFL GM. But do you think it sounds complicated? It's not. I'm here to tell you it's the best thing about Reality Sports Online is it's just more fun than your normal fantasy league, but it doesn't take barely any more time. After all this, are you still not sure? I mean, come on now. You can test your general manager skills by going over to Reality Sports Online, call it RSO. Please go check out realitysportsonline.com right now. Kool-Aid drinkers, we're back. Thank you so much for listening to the show, supporting what we do, laughing it up with us, talking about those lands. Um, it's, it's, it's so much fun. You know, me and Chop sometimes talk offline about, you know, life and all the million things that pop up on everybody, but... It is fun. Just jump on here, talk about the Lions, have some funny gimmicks, you know, serve it up for the people. I mean, that's why we do it, right? For the people, Chop. And the people consist of the millions. Millions and millions of Kool-Aid drinkers out there, no question. But uh, we do our best to make time for it. We do have fun coming on here. So before we get into the Bears game and all types of lion shenanigans and takes and updates and whatever else we got in our back pocket, I just wrote a few people's names down that jumped out on the old Twitterverse that I've seen from time to time. Don't know if I've mentioned as much on the show. So I got Mr. Owens. Appreciate you for supporting us and doing what you do out there. Christopher Ruby is out there always dipping in some Detroit Kool-Aid and and out and about sharing Lions stuff. We got Steven Barber. Uh, Appreciate him as kind of a new one that jumped out to me. And one that hasn't recently jumped out, but one that always jumps out. Frank Ribble. You guys know who he is. Wow! 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 What up, Frank? I don't think I've ever got so many random questions, so many re- ridiculous yet good takes, so many horrible takes, so much Kool-Aid love, so much repping our Lions, than from Frank Ribble on Twitter. I take him for granted. I don't say his name as much. At times I play the quad wow, but... Ribble, I both appreciate what you do and you drive me nuts at the same time. So I want to get that out there too. That's what I got, Choppy. Oh, it's always a good one, Okri. You know, I, don't you love when you get the the Frank Ribble? Hey, Okri and Chop, have you ever thought about the way the Lions have performed when the moon hits the crescent sun of the third Wednesday of every Sunday? And it just really seems to. And I'm like, oh man, it's just, I love it. I, I love it every time I get that tag. 
from uh, from from Frank Ribble. It just makes me smile. So um, got a little goofy there, but he has some amazing takes, some good points, and he really seems to be riding the hashtag golf train. So you know what, Frank Ribble, we appreciate you. And uh, another one that I want to give a big shout out to. Um, I mean, I can't shut this guy out enough. Like Stash and the ATL, not only do you give us great sound drops, you call the Kool-Aid line, you're all over the texting line. Uh, you know, I heard you were having a bit of a rough, uh, rough go at it the last couple of days. But man, I want you to know that the Kool-Aid, uh, the, the Detroit Kool-Aid cast loves you, buddy. We appreciate all the things that you're doing. And uh, listen, you, you, we're with you in spirit and we are going to keep serving you that delicious. Honolulu Blue Kool-Aid with a double side of cornbread every week right here on the hashtag DKC. Now, Chops, you'd think I'd give you the sound bites when you tee it up like that when you did it, but I can't because I'm I'm waiting on this one. I'm a run, I'm a run, I'm a run. That was like stash four times on top of himself singing Amon Ra, which we think is hilarious. Stash is Blowing up the DKC voicemail weekly, 989, uh, what is it, 272-3484. You can leave a voicemail, you can text, you can have a prediction. Lots of you out there like to hit me up after everything that happens with the Lions, and I'd love to get back to all of the millions and millions, but it's just hard to get back to you, but I do my best. Uh, shout out to all the people on there. Seamill from Wisco, Tuna, the Young Santa, Cornbread Jerry, Steve from Cali, Bo DeFrisco. I mean, that's only the first couple that pop up on my list here, but uh, shout out to everybody, and like I say, I don't think Stash would mind us mentioning it. He did tell me he is in the busy ATL, which has crazy traffic, and some bumsky uh, rear-ended his car, had to wait on the police, all this other craziness, and... Uh, he still called up and left a funny Lions take and was talking Lions bula bula and hyping them up and going crazy. And he's all about this team. He don't want to hear any negativity. And that's why we uh, rep this show for the positive Lions Kool-Aid and Cornbread. So, Chops, man, we got some great listeners, some great people. And uh, before we get to Chicago, man, let's do a little bit um, kind of what's going on with the team. So, are you concerned about... Frank Ragnow sounds like wasn't as bad as expected, but probably going to miss some time. Uh, where are you at with that? Yeah, I'm still waiting to get the final injury report here. You know, I've heard conflicting messages. You know, at first it was a little more serious. Now it sounds like it's not not quite as serious. I mean, look, if if, if Frank Ragnasty is out for any amount of time, uh, yeah, I'm concerned. I mean, I know we have some versatile old linemen. Um, but he's still a beast in the middle. He's still got grit. He's still a D-W-A, excuse me, D-A-W-G dog. Like, yeah, I don't want to be missing out on Frank Ragnow at all. So hopefully this isn't serious. Hopefully he's be able to be back for Chicago. Um, but if he is out, yeah, I've got some concern on the O-line, especially after we had some poor performances there. Um, you know, we turned it around this week, but uh, yeah, yeah that, he's a big piece of that, man. Yeah, I think we kind of... I take him for granted, but yes, Glasgow can go in there, but it, that and when we were missing Jonah Jackson was noticeable, so I think it's going to impact the team. I I hope we can get him back before those last couple crucial games and head into the playoffs, but you know, a lot of times with the NFL, even we see it in our crazy 32 team, 53 man playoff, you know, fantasy leagues and teams, it's 
it's just crazy how injuries pop up and there's really nothing you could do about them. Once they happen, you just got to kind of eat them, deal with them and try to get through as best you can. And that's what NFL teams do. So I think we'll be okay, but it's definitely, he's a big time player, even though he plays center and he gets taken for granted a lot. Chops, what'd you think about linebackers, man? No Anzalone, no Fabio, but Derek Barnes, reward, um, AKA Captain Jack, AKA, Jack freaking Campbell uh, did their thing out there. Also, uh, Rodrigo. That was the live version. Um, he was out there doing some things as well. Like, how would you feel like we did linebacker-wise without the captain and the great greatest hair in sports in there? So, you know, I, I, I my eye test told me that I thought the linebackers, you know, performed admirably considering that they were missing, you know, a guy who's been their number one for a while. I thought Jack Campbell fit really nice with the, with the green dot, um, you know, another name that you didn't mention, but, uh, you know, we'd be a little bit remiss if we didn't say J.R.M. Jalen Reeves Maven kid stopped it, stepped up and played pretty well. Um, I was kind of surprised to see that Derek Barnes' PFF rating was a, was pretty low, actually like one, bottom five on defense uh, for the team. But uh, look, you know, I thought they, they did pretty well considering that uh, they've been relying on fan, uh, and on Anzalone uh, quite a bit there in the middle. Chops, quick follow-up. Do you think Dan Campbell calls him germ for G-E-R-M, or do you think that's just phonetically how J-R-M looks to him, or is there some other connotation for why he calls him germ 24-7? Uh, listen, if I claim to know why Dan freaking Campbell does anything, um, <laughs> I'd be full of some bula bula because that guy, you know, he just marches to the beat of his own drum. So I'm sure there's some kind of like insider inside joke of why he calls him germ. But, uh, you know, I, I don't know. I can't, I can't claim to know what it is. I absolutely love how the TV uh, announcers said or let the cat out of the bag that he calls Aleem McNeil, a.k.a. Twinkle Toes, a.k.a. Honey Bun. A.K.A. Mac, they let him know that he also calls him A.K.A. Buttercup. <laughs> Add it to the list, everybody. Uh, absolutely inc- incredible. Dan freaking Campbell is the best with nicknames, and I love that he used them in social settings, professional settings, at the podium, <laughs> anywhere. He's just calling people by nicknames. It's uh, it's absolutely incredible. Rodrigo. That was the sound drop, by the way. Um. Chops, one other thing that we got to talk about before we get into Chicago is this guy. Unleash Hutch. What what have you felt? There hasn't been any sacks, which is what everybody focuses on, but I feel like he's still out there playing good ball. I still love what he brings to the table. There are times where I'm like, man, he's a little stiff or a little lumbering when he runs, but, I mean, the power, the want to to get after the quarterback, I think is still there. But the numbers production hasn't been there. Obviously, we don't have anybody on the other side. We really don't have much else going on that D-line, per se. But uh, Buttercup being out for a while, other guys not doing their thing. Like feels like it might be a year where Hutch ain't going to have those numbers you hope for, but you just hope he can keep pushing the pocket because he needs to be unleashed, I'd say. Yeah, okay, look, I, you know, you know me. I'm a big stack guy. Um, but I think the things that Aiden Hutchinson's are, are doing or is doing right now is, is it's not numbers driven, right? Like he's not getting the sacks. His pressure rate is in, 
like through the roof. And, you know, again, I know people want to like poo poo because he's not getting the hits. He's not getting the sacks, but like, it makes a difference when you've got Hush bearing down on you, pushing the, the O-line player back into you before, when you're trying to focus down the field and all you can see is this, you know, white lightning in a Honolulu blue jersey, or in this case, a white marshmallow jersey coming right at your ass. Like, it makes a huge difference. So, you know, yes, I would love to see that sack number be higher, but also, like you said, there's not a whole lot of other people around him that are getting to the quarterback on a consistent basis. So they can chip block him. They can double team him. They can do things that they need to do to contain Hutch. And, uh, I, you know, I will keep banging the drum that, dude, a defensive end stud from the draft or free agency on the other side is going to make that guy go unleashed times three in the his third season. Dan Campbell, what do you think? Unleash Hutch. I'm ready to unleash Hutch. Exactly. So, Chops, that's pretty much all I got. Like I say, Aleem, Ragnall, a couple other injuries, can't cover a coffee table, can't get after the quarterback, still winning ball games, still putting up points. Heading to... Psh, Chicago and the Bears. I mean, Denny, what do you think? The Bears are what we thought they were. What, what, what we thought they were. Bullshit. The Bears are who we thought they were. Now, if you want to crown them, then crown them. But they are who we thought they were. Everybody, everybody's in. <laughs> so that concludes our Bears preview. No. Um, <laughs> chops, it's going to be horrible weather. The field's horrible. Uh, the Bears are horrible. <laughs> the Lions are better. The Lions can play outdoors, except I'm a little worried about your quarterback. They can play nasty. Like I feel like this is going to be a nasty ball game. What do you think? Uh, yeah, you're right, Oakry. So right now the Lions are a three-point favorite. The over-under right now is at 40, which, I mean, in case you forgot, we just put up 21 in the first uh, seven minutes of the last game. So for this over under to be Indoors. that low, that tells me that tells me that you know it's going to be twenty mile per hour winds. It's going to be crappy. It's going to be rainy. Maybe some slush and snow. Like this is just going to be a typical December Chicago game, and we are just going to have to rely on the ground game, which uh, by the way is one of our strengths. So I'm going to give the ball to D Money. And I'll let you do the whole narrative for Gibbs. Um, but I'm just going to pound the rock in this game. I'm not even going to let it. Look, if Jared Goff throws the ball 20 times this game, I'm fine with that. I am totally fine with that because our running backs are just better than theirs. And we should be able to control the narrative on the ground. So, Chops, I, I kind of fell asleep again while you were giving that tremendous take. But what I did pick up on was you said Demo is going to ball out, right? You said Demo? Uh, negative. <laughs> Okay, that's what I thought I heard. He will I, ball, but it, that's not what I called him. <laughs> you also mentioned something else. I mean, a running back, another running back for the Detroit Lions. Um, you said his name. You kind of referenced him, but the people on this show know him as a multi-dimensional, positionless, elite weapon, Jameer Gibbs, like. Is Jameer Gibbs going to ball out in the snow and the slush and the wind and the the poor field slippity-slop? Uh, I don't know. I feel like I thought he was going to ball against the Saints and, and some other scenarios. So he's been doing nice work. He's not getting a ton of touches, but 
He, uh, his skill set, the way he plays, the million dollar smile are all elite. That's for sure. Um, I, I see this more as like a, you know, Dan Campbell will have them ready. They're going to need to protect the football. I'm talking about baby hands. I'm talking about Joe boy, Jared Goff. I feel like they just need to protect it on all facets maybe fall into a turnover or two and find a way to get this dubski is kind of what I'm thinking. Uh, how about some sacks in the bad weather? I, I'd put more on that than on uh, Jameer Gibbs. I mean, again, I know people want to, you know, they want to poo-poo on, you know, Jameer Gibbs is pretty, you know, like, well, he's not getting the ball that much. Dude, the guy has 626 rushing yards. You know, David Montgomery only has 704. And Gibbs has probably done that with, I mean, 50 less carries. So right. he is productive, man. And, oh, by the way, he can also catch it out of the backfield as well. So, uh, look, I think this is going to be a ground and pound game. Um, you know, just run fields is going to be scrambling around and he's not going to be able to catch his footing. And his O-line is, is going to be getting pushed back into him. And he's, you know, he's going to make some mistakes. So I think we're going to capitalize on that. I think it's going to be a low scoring affair. Um, you know, I think the Lions are going to cover that three-point spread, but if you're ready, I'm going to give you my prediction. Hit it. It's going to be a Lions W, 20 to 13. Market. <laughs> There's the old market. Now, usually when you're talking and I'm not dozing off, I try to, like, circle back to things or, or turn them into funny bits around the show. So, like, I don't know that many people understood all that good stats and numbers that you gave about Gibbs and Demo, but uh, I know one guy who understand what you were saying, for sure. Yeah, I understand. I got it in my head, dude. You also mentioned, not my boy, but one of my better nicknames of all time, and it's the Chicago Bears quarterback, Just Run Fields. <laughs> this guy is a great tailback. He shows that every time he plays the Lions and multiple other teams. He's a horrible passer. He couldn't pass the driver's test, let alone an ACT. That's for sure. Not smart. Not dynamic in those areas. Great runner of the football. And a horrible singer. Also uh, kind of a, a, a good singer. Love, oh, that was so bad. Right. <laughs> love, I, 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 that was probably a six out of ten. I usually sing better. And if you're asking uh, on the other line, are they going to play this every time they play Chicago twice a year? Yes. <laughs> yes, I am, because it's that funny. I can't make it through without laughing. And my favorite part is the end where he grades himself a six out of ten on that Bula Bula. I mean, him and Denny will always be a staple of the show when Chicago either comes to Ford Field or we go to their slop stadium. Yeah, Okri, it's, you know, listen, that sound bit is is a Chicago staple like uh, Joey Sports Guy. So, you know, you got to mention him every time we play the Bears. You got to play that sound drop. And then we got to talk to Denny. So get used to people two times a year until just run. Fields is no longer their quarterback, which could be next year. Jobs, what's, what's more prominent in Chi-Town? Just run Fields singing? Deep dish pizza, 
or at Joey Sports Guy on Twitter? I mean, at Joey Sports Guy on Twitter is uh, is pretty damn popular. Um, I'm more of a Detroit style pizza lover, uh, so you can do away with your Chicago style. But uh, listen, you know Justin Fields singing can um, you know that that's dude that's just pathetic. <laughs> Joey sports guy actually came on this show and had a pizza debate with me, which he tried to claim. And I asked him, why did they have to eat their pizza with a knife and fork? He, he had no answers for me and, and that basically ended it. So everybody, I mean, chops, he threw out his score. You can obviously tell by the format of the show and things that we do that there's not a ton of prepping, planning, discussion. We basically hit record. We see what happens. We play some bits. We try to entertain a little bit. And Chops, are you ready for my score? I've been waiting, Okri. I gave you mine. Let's hear it, buddy. I think it's, it's it, I, I'm sensing some Honolulu blue flavor there. There. Everybody's going to drink this in because I have... The identical score is that Chops and the D. I got 20 for the Lions. I got 13 for Just Run Fields and the Deep Dish Chicago Bears. Not a fan by Denny Green. This is another win. This isn't going to be pretty. They're not going to be lighting up the scoreboard. I might be pissed off about Jared Goff next week when we come on the show. But as long as we get that dubski, you guys know what it is. You'll be seeing me put out some tweets and have some fun. After we get this win in the division in Chicago, 10 and 3, hoping for a Minnesota loss, hoping for a Green Bay loss, makes our magic number like one or two at that point, and uh, we'll be clinching the division. Yeah, you heard me right before you know it, everybody. Oh, okay. Listen, I could go into a whole soliloquy about you, you know, predicting the same score as me, but I'm going to let it go. Uh, and listen, what else is there to say? I mean, this is, let's go Lions, baby. Like, go into Chicago, take care of business. I think I put it out on Twitter, and I saw a lot of retweets. They don't ask how, they ask how many. And after this week, it's going to be 10, people. 10 W's for your Detroit Lions. So drink it in, enjoy the ride. We're going to be 10-3 and after Chicago, ready to clinch the division before the Dallas game. Like, guy predicted at the beginning of the season hashtag what choppy said and it's gonna be a great day chops what's another hashtag you might use when you say something like that hashtag choppy like <laughs> what's another ridiculous sound you might make uh starts with a w when you say crazy stuff good stuff like that and serve up kool-aid oh how about a woo hashtag choppy like and since the mic's working so good, how about the classic version of the W with the W? You know what I mean. Oh, baby, it's for the people. <laughs> Everybody, that's what we got. We'll catch you next week right here on the D. Troy Kool-Aid cast. Take care, everybody. We're out. <laughs> Fantasy football flavor 81, hashtag choppy fantasy 104. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
drink it in, man. 